0: Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down a half cent at 5.45 and three quarters. November soybeans down three and a half at thirteen fifty six. September Chicago wheat up twelve and a half cents at six eighty seven. September Kansas City wheat up eleven and a half at six fifty three. September spring wheat up eighteen and three quarters at eight ninety seven. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, really appreciate it. Leave me a review or a rating if you have not already. Any sort of uh, feedback, positive, negative, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, Leave me a five-star rating if you like to listen to this thing on that Apple Podcast app in particular. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you like these videos, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not already. Subscriptions are growing, my my goal is to get up to 5,000. I think we're sitting at about 2,400, so we've got some work to do here, but uh, I know it's possible and I know the viewers are out there. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website, it is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan in the upper right hand corner. I've got a really nice subscription service guys for 49 bucks a month. Uh, you get a ton of information from me. I send out a morning email every business day at 6 30 AM central time. you get all my grain marketing recommendations. Uh, these are cash recommendations broken down by crop, by crop year, by percentage. Uh, it's tracked uh, throughout the year. Uh, you get all sorts of interesting charts and graphics, every overnight headline that you need to be aware of. There is a text message service that accompanies this. Uh, subscriber-only videos uh, go out via text and also in the email. Uh, those are very, very popular. This is a monthly deal, built to your credit card. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. No other fees, no other obligations, and as I've said before, I will not try to sell you anything else. This is a standalone product uh, that I offer to farmers, so certainly check this out. Let's get into the headlines here a little bit this morning. Uh, weather continues to be kind of a hot topic, and and really it's kind of a mixed bag. You've got some areas that are looking a little bit better, p- perhaps, in regard to weather and forecasts, and some areas that are still kind of on the wrong end of this deal. We do have some rain on the radar this morning. Uh, there's a system pushing across Minnesota, and I'm not sure if it's going to make its way down into that far southern area or down to the Iowa border, but it is pushing its way east. And then you've got another system that's over the northern uh, half of Illinois, so a little bit of action on the uh, radar here this morning. Your seven-day map does not offer a ton of rain for the Corn Belt necessarily. Some scattered stuff here and there. You're going to see some decent accumulation in that southern area of South Dakota, perhaps a um, little bit of Nebraska, a little bit of, of the southwestern part of Iowa. A lot of Missouri is going to be wet. Uh, Wisconsin, the north northeastern part of Illinois, but again, not a lot in terms of like really organized or sweeping rainfall. Uh, your six to 10 looks a little bit better in terms of temperatures, uh, much cooler for a lot of the Corn Belt, and of course, as has been the case just about all year, the uh, Northern Plains are going to be above, above normal in regard to temperature and below normal in regard to precipitation, and the 6 to 10 not really, not really offering much for rain either uh, for much of the Corn Belt. Now, the 8 to 14 looks a lot better in regard to rainfall, with the exception of, again, the Plains from North Dakota all the way down through Oklahoma. It's going to be drier than normal in this 8 to 14-day period, while most of the central areas of the Corn Belt really... Iowa and further east, we'll see normal to above normal precipitation. Heat's still an issue here and we're going to kind of be back and forth with this heat. The heat is going to break in the corn belt. Um, I think this weekend into, say, Sunday, most, most areas of the corn belt will be back to normal or even below normal in regard to temperatures. So kind of a mixed bag here. Um, you can make positive arguments for the markets based on these forecasts. You can make negative arguments. I would argue that yesterday's row crop price action was very disappointing December corn futures traded, what, 14 cents higher early in yesterday's session. They finished the day with a small loss. Uh, that's a very poor performance. November soybean futures were 29 cents higher early in the session yesterday. They finished with a daily gain of less than 2 cents. So this was really a failed rally and a failed test for both of these markets, um, which have had trouble holding rallies as of late. Uh, we had some friendly news in the crop ratings on Monday afternoon, and the markets were just not able to hold those gains. So this is a an- negative. Seasonal tendencies are negative for the corn market in particular, uh, maybe not as much for the bean market yet, but we're getting there. So I'm I'm d- disappointed but not surprised by yesterday's price action. Crop scouts in North Dakota found poor spring wheat conditions. Spring wheat yields in South and East Central North Dakota were well below average due to severe drought Crop Scouts on the Wheat Quality Council's annual tour calculated an average spring wheat yield of 29.5 bushels per acre in 100 fields on its first day. That's below the 45.6 from 2019, below the five-year average of 43.3. Last year's tour was canceled due to COVID. Uh, This is a quote uh, uh, from an article here. I was expecting more fields in the 50-plus bushel uh, yield. They just weren't there, said Jim Peterson, policy and market director at the North Dakota Wheat Commission. Uh, in related news, I have a son who is six years old and uh, his favorite thing to do is to go down to the creek and look for crawdads. And the way that you look for crawdads is you flip the rocks over. Uh, coincidentally, we found some members of this tour under the rocks this past weekend. They, I, I don't know why you would think that there is, is 50 bushel wheat in North Dakota, this is shocking to me that they were so out of tune with the situation. But in any case, um, <laughs> uh, the wheat in North Dakota is not good, and that's no surprise. Maybe they need to start watching this channel. Uh, U.S. yield estimates for corn and soybeans are emerging. Uh, well-followed crop scout Michael Cordonnier left his corn yield estimate unchanged at 175 and a half bushels per acre. Soybean yield estimate unchanged at 50. Even uh, his quote was this: "Most of the corn has had a good July with adequate moisture and moderate temperatures." He said in a report. In general, I'd say that most of the corn yield estimates are in the 175 to 180 range. Uh, There are some outliers, of course. Uh, One well-followed weather group has the crop at, I think, 181 and change. I think there are some traders out there that are in the lower 170s, but I think the majority of these estimates are in that 175 to 180 range. Um, In any case, I think you can rule out like a big disaster in regard to the the U.S. corn crop. I think it's going to be okay. Um, It's it's not going to be 20, 30 bushels below trend. You can probably take that off the table. Barring, of course, some sort of late season frost or other freak weather event, but um, you know that in itself, the the, the fact that it, it's not a disaster, that it's going to be decent, is is maybe enough to send this market a little bit lower. The Fed will make an announcement at one o'clock central time today, uh, following a two day policy meeting. Rates are expected to be kept in the zero to. Uh, uh, one eighth of a percentage point range. So rates going to stay at zero. The trade will be on the, the the big thing here is the tone. Um, is there any tone or, or change in in tone when it comes to tapering or not tapering uh, of asset purchases? Any additional chatter regarding rate hikes and inflation will be watched closely ahead of the announcement. The trade is generally prepared for two rate hikes in 2023, although there are some Fed participants in favor of raising rates next year. Friday's first notice date for August soybean meal, uh, or soybean meal and oil futures, be sure to take a look at any remaining open positions there. Uh, cattle futures had kind of like a turnaround Tuesday. Yesterday, we had that big rally on Monday after those reports on Friday, and then back lower yesterday. Not really much to speak of in terms of cash cattle yet. The box beef market was higher yesterday. In the outside markets, the S&P's up five points. The Dow's up 15. U.S. dollar's up a little bit. The uh, bonds are down just a little bit. Crude oil is up 32 cents, 71.97 in the September WTI. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.